On today's show, the Dallas Mavericks lose their worst game of the season. Jason Kidd takes no responsibility after the game. What else is new? What needs to change? We'll talk about that and more on today's Lockdown Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Lockdown Mavericks. don't believe you shouldn't be here. Loyalty never fades away. What's the opposite of let it ride? Is it let it cry? Is it let it die? Is it, I don't know what it is, but that's what we're doing today. Dallas Mavericks lose their worst game of the season. Uh, Nick Angstead from Locked On Mavericks, NBA channel manager, your team every day, all that stuff. Thank you for being part of the show. Listening today, uh, you are the real Raccoon Squad, the real ones. Thanks for making Locked On Mavs your first listen after every one of these confounding losses. We appreciate you. Subscribe or follow for free wherever you get your podcast or on YouTube where you can comment below. Just let it all out. Just let it out in the comment section. This this will be one of our most commented videos maybe of all time because this <laughs> confounding losses tend to be that way. Isaac Harris out today. We appreciate you guys for hanging out with me. I, I'm, I'm just, I wish I was at a loss. I wish I was at a loss for words with this one. You wish you just could go. And we've done this this season. If you listen to lockdown Mavs, you know that Isaac and I have done this after some games this season where you just go, Hey, just didn't have it. Wasn't their night. That you know that those things happen. You go, you miss a bunch of threes. That happens. You go nine of thirty six from three. That happens. This wasn't one of those games. You can't look at this game. Mavs lose to the Hornets. Not even the. I'm putting Hornets in air quotes on the podcast. Air quotes for the entire game. Hornets. Hornets B team. Laker Mavericks. I was just watching Lakers, Lakers Thunder because it has implications for today. But Mavericks are healthy, except for Tim Hardaway Jr. The Mavericks are 1-8, and eight, by the way, without Tim Hardaway Jr. this year. Weird stat. But now you go into this game and you give up 37 points in the first quarter. You only scored 26 yourself, 29 in the second. Third quarter was better, 32 points scored for them. And then 22 points in the fourth quarter against this Hornets team. You just start looking around and going... This, do we care? Right? Like you start asking yourself and if you care, which I know you do, you're listening to this show right now. You're probably doing what I'm doing. Down in a bottle <laughs> for all the kids listening. This is a bit. This is, I would not recommend drowning your sorrows. Oh my goodness. I mean, worst loss of the season by far. Miles and miles worse. There have been bad ones this season. And so you start to look at a season like this and you go, okay, are the Mavericks cooked? Are they done? Some some of you have been calling the Mavericks have been cooked for weeks. And you're going to say, I told you so. I told you so. Okay. I, I cannot look at this team and say, okay, I expect them or I, I can see them winning a playoff series at all. Right now, the way that the way they're defending, the way that they're lackadaisical, the way that they go into these games just don't look like they have a plan. How can 
How can you have Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving now hobbled? Sure. Both of them have been dealing with injuries, lower, you know, lower leg injuries, all that kind of stuff. They've been in and out of the lineup. Sure, they're not 100%. Shrug. But you have both of those guys against a Hornets team that is has the fourth worst record in the league without LaMelo, without Terry Rozier, with, you know, with these young players. And you just go in and you get, de- like, destroyed. Like, forget the fake comeback at the end. The score makes it look like it was closer than it was, but forget like the third goal. You got to you down by 20 against this team. This is a game where you look at what's happening on your team and you go, okay, one plus one is not equaling two here. We have Luka and Kyrie and we're now, uh, what, three and seven in games with Luka and Kyrie. That, that's not equaling out right now. The NBA, you add talent, you make it work. Okay, well, they added the talent. Someone's not making it work. Something is not making it work. And I I can't look at this, the roster, and just play, oh, it's all roster construction. It's all roster construction. This roster is so bad. You've got Luka and Kyrie. Like, you've, you've got two all-stars, two all-star starters. Like the way that this team has just been so bad, so lackadaisical, so coming out with no effort, and Jason Kidd said it after the game. You know, he said... Asked about this and said it was awful. He said it was dog poop. He did not say poop. Quote, I think it's just understanding the talk before the game of what we're playing for. Championships or playoffs. And to come out in the first half, but more or less in the first quarter, give up 37 points. The interest level just wasn't high. That's what he said. The head coach said the interest level just wasn't high. Who, Who is that on at this point? The team doesn't believe, right? The team doesn't Ted Lasso. This this team is not Ted Lasso believing right now. Why? Why don't they believe them? Because maybe because they come out with no plan. Maybe because they come out and they're like, all right, well, if we don't hit our threes, we can't score. And if we can't score, we're not going to win games because their margin for error is so small. In our crossover with uh, 77 Minutes in Heaven with, with Tim Cato and Austin Gurria, we did a two-parter yesterday about Jason Kidd and about his job and the funny quotes, weird quotes we've heard this season. We did a two-parter with them. Go listen to that. But in that, Tim Cato said that you know, coaching takes a group and makes them better than what they should be. Okay, well, what about a team that's playing worse than they should be? Who is that on? Is it on coaching then? Is it on the players themselves? I'm looking at Luka Doncic, and yeah, we can talk about his defense. We can talk about how, you know how he's the weak link on defense, but I can't put this game on Luka. He's the only out there that looked like he cared. 34 points, 10 boards, 8 assists. 5 turnovers, but handles the ball as much as he has. That's a good number. Just finished a minus 1, so they were they were winning most a lot of the minutes that he was in, not all of them. But like you, you look at this team and you go, okay, well, who's who's out there like going for it? Who's trying? Who's hustling? Who's making the hustle plays? And you're just not getting it. And I put that. You can put it on a bunch of things, but this is a loss where you fire your coach afterwards. It is. 
If you don't have the history with Mark Cuban and Jason Kidd and the t- 2011, and you know they they brought in Jason Kidd because he's the coach that can get to Luca, and he's you know he's been part of this organization, and you know you package deal with Nico and Jason Kidd, and Jason Kidd has all this power in the organization at this point. If you don't have that, and Jason Kidd's just a coach, doesn't have the history, like doesn't have all that, Mavericks don't do well with not having history. We'll see what happens with Nico Harrison <laughs> in the next couple of years, but. If you don't have that, if you don't have all that history and all that, isn't Jason Kidd gone after a federal loss like this? Because I asked Jason Kidd a question, and we know how that goes, but I asked Jason Kidd about motivating a team because he talked about how there's little interest. A little interest. You lose this game like they did tonight, you're out of the postseason. They added two more slots, <laughs> there's 10 slots. For them to make the postseason. And they're out of it right now. I asked him about motivation. And I said, okay, well, you mentioned the effort level. You mentioned motivation and interest. Where does motivation come from in the NBA? And I, I specifically mentioned that, hey, you know, we talk about these, like, in lower levels, you want this coach to come out and give you, a, like, a rah-rah speech. And, you know, in movies, you see these coaches give these speeches. And where does it come from in the NBA? And he looked me in me. It looked me in my eyes again. How, how many times have we done this this season? <laughs> Jason Kidd looked me in the eye and said something crazy. He said, "Minutes and field goal attempts. You've got a very short leash of ideas and tricks to be able to self motivate people. You've got to be honest with them. We're searching for someone to give us a spark. I cannot fathom." <laughs> taking a loss like this and saying, okay, well, you know, I, I don't have, a, I, there's not a lot that I can do. I'm just kind of, I'm kind of limited with what I can do over here. Like, you know, I, I can limit their minutes. I can limit their field goal attempts and, and not call plays for them, but, th- but that's it. Isn't the whole point of coaching to have relationships with your players and know what makes them tick? Isn't that the, isn't that the whole point of all of this? I just cannot believe that that's, his stance on this and you guys you all know i don't always tell you guys the truth and we talked all about his press conferences yesterday and he doesn't necessarily care to tell media the truth and and all that it is whatever but if that's the if that's the mentality he's taking towards it no wonder this team shows no interest hey guys go out there however however motivated you are go ahead and go to this game i'm not gonna cast vision i'm not gonna talk to you one-on-one we talk about these guys being adults and being professionals and, oh, it's hard. To, you can't self-motivate somebody and you, you can't give them motivations. How about if you, you bring the team together and make them believe, get them to believe? How did they do that last year? How did this team believe and become better than they were collectively as a group? Well, did, did it come from leadership? Where's the leadership coming from? This is what I've talked about for, for weeks now. The Mavericks' big fatal flaw is lack of leadership. If you have a real leader on this team, you do not lose this game against the Hornets. They need this game. There has to be pride. There has to be an element of like, okay, we care. And they didn't have it. So what is that on? It's on leadership. They've got the talent. Don't don't come at don't come at me and say, oh, this is t- t- garbage. This roster is garbage. They're playing the Hornets without Lamelo. You don't look at a game like this and just be like, yeah, it's the roster. You know, they've lost so many of these games this year where the other team is a talent deficit. 
to you can't just be on the roster construction and who's on the team. At a certain point, you got the guys that you have, and they they got the guys that should be able to win these games. You put the NBA 2K rating of all these players together, and you're like, okay, well, the Mavericks have a much higher rating than the t- some of these teams they've lost to. You just start going through the list, especially teams where they're missing stars, and it's happened so many times this season because of a lack of leadership. There's no one player on the team. Dorian's gone. Jalen Brunson's gone. Those guys were leaders. Dorian definitely stepping into that role last season. Brunson had like become a real leader on this team, and it, you didn't really know what you had with him as a leader until he was gone. I'm just I'm flabbergasted at this team, and I, it it this is a loss where you'd fire your coach because there's not a leadership. Go look at what's happening in Sacramento right now. Go look at Mike Brown when you want to hear about leadership. I see them as so diametrically different coaches right now, where something wrong happens, Mike Brown goes and addresses it. The team's not playing the way that you want them, not defending the way that you want them. Mike Brown calls a timeout. What, you don't want to call a timeout because it's going to hurt their feelings? It's going to, oh, we, we, I got to, you know, I got to show trust. I got to let them play through it. They're, they're veterans. I got to respect them and let them go. They're, at, a, at a certain point this season, we've done the same thing over and over again. I, I cannot look at this team anymore and say, okay, it's just, it's all on the players. Or, and it's, some of it's on the players for sure. It's not all on Jason Kidd. It's on some of these players to care. Hit some shots. Don't freeze in the moment. Well, this team's all bent over backwards, it seems like now, and they're all bent out of shape, and now they're completely out of the playoffs. Two all-stars and completely out of the playoffs. Behind teams like the Thunder, who were, as of six months ago, like a rebuilding team. (laughs) The Pelicans, who haven't been without their stars because of injury for like months at a time. The Lakers, who are literally without LeBron right now and had a garbage roster until recently. The Timberwolves, who have been without multiple stars this season. Golden State Warriors can't win a game on the road. They go into Dallas and they win. This this Mavericks team is a half game ahead of the Utah Jazz. It's not good. This is a game where you fire your coach. It's not going to happen. It won't happen for the Mavericks. I just think at at this point, that's that's what another team would do. They're not going to do it, and and it won't change. So if they're not going to do it, what can what can change? What can, what can happen at this point? You can try different rotations. I mean, I, I've seen a lot of well. What about Christian Wood? Christian Wood played twenty six minutes, the most of any big of any big. They're just going to keep that rotation. They played Josh Green twenty one minutes. I mean, minutes. Can't talk about minutes after you lose to the Hornets. <laughs> it's like, at a certain point, it's not about rotations and who's on the floor. Anybody that played on the Mavericks should beat the Hornets. <laughs> Ugh, with respect to Walker, Mel, and Doug Branson over at Locked On Hornets, you should beat this Hornets to Gordon Award, PJ Washington, Nick Richards, Fee McKaylook, Dennis Smith Jr. hits the dagger three against the Mavericks. Good for him. Ugh. This team was not set up to win. This team was not 
uh, inspired to win in any way, shape, or form. They didn't have belief that they could win. And this team didn't have the scheme to do anything. They haven't changed anything. Haven't changed the defense. They've gone, sometimes they go zone. Sometimes they, you know, they go back to their rotations. They tried switching tonight a little bit more. They've tried, they've tried a couple defensive things here and there. The offense is still just pound the rock, pound the rock, pound the rock. Just over and over and over again. And then your margin of error at that point is so small. Luka can overcome that. Kyrie can overcome that. You have the talent to overcome your margin of error. And to if you have you know off nights, you should be able to win these games. But when your margin of error is so small, you lose games like this. <sighs> My loss of words, and I'm sure you are too. It's just become one of those seasons where you're just looking forward, and there's a lot of people that have been been tweeting at me. What about tanking? What about the, you know, what about the the draft pick and all that? All right, right now the Mavericks are in the 11th spot in the draft lottery. They, if you look at their pick odds, they have a top 10 protected pick going to the the Knicks. So if it's in the top 10, they keep it. So currently, right now, what the Mavericks would have is they have, uh, what, a four, five, six, 7.2% chance to keep their pick. If they stayed in the spot they're in right now, 7.2% chance. If they get up to, let's say they, they lose a couple more games and they, they pass the team ahead of them, which is right now Chicago, the Mavericks would have a 79.9% chance to keep their pick. So you're talking the difference between an 80% chance. And it's, so, I don't know. At this point in the season, I don't know. If, if I'm the Mavericks and I've never moved up in the lottery, I don't know if I'm betting on, okay, well, I'm, I don't think I'm going to get in the top four. So if you move up, your chance to get a top 10 pick is 63% if you don't get into the top four. If you move up one, you have to still move up one more spot. It's not it's not something I would bet on. A number 10 pick is not, an, is not enough of a consolation prize to just miss the playoffs with the vibes, how bad the vibes would be and how bad the culture would be and how easy it would be to lose Kyrie for nothing if that happens, Right? Like that, like that's what you're talking about. If you're like, all right, let's just tear it all down, tank, go ahead and tank. Then all of a sudden, what are you, what are you signaling to your players? Like, okay, we don't believe in you. We don't believe in this team. And Kyrie's like, oh, I don't want to be a part of this team that doesn't believe and can't win games. And you know, I've had this horrible time here so far, and it's been not great. And we haven't won games. And then you lose, then you lose. Like you can't, you just can't do that, right? Culturally, you like you just can't do that as a team at this point. As much as it would make sense if you're playing the ultimate pro basketball GM game. <laughs> if you're playing that game, sit your guys, do all that. I probably should have done that early on. <laughs> probably should have sat some of my guys and got a higher pick. You just can't do that right now. And so the Mavericks, all they have to do is look forward. They got to look one game at a time. You play this Hornets team again. If they don't come out, it doesn't matter. If, if They're not going to come out motivated because they should have come out motivated in this game. You even know You even saw in chunks in this game. Where you go, okay, five minutes left. Let's go. Turn it on. Gotta play defense now. Gotta gotta care. Gotta fight. And then they would like score a basket, and then the other end they would give up like an and one. <laughs> and some of that is personnel, right? Like stuff can be two things. 
I say that this is a game where you fire your coach because it would be like other teams would do that. They would make Jason Kidd the scapegoat and they would, they would fire him, but stuff can be two things. There are multiple problems on this team. They allowed 50 points in the paint again. They lose a ton of games and they allow 50 points in the paint and they've allowed 50 points in the paint a ton this season. They fouled a bunch. The Hornets went to the free throw line 27 times this, this game. They won the rebounding battle. That one's for Isaac. Mavs won the rebounding battle in this one. It's brutal. It's bad. You can't even get mad at a ref. <laughs> there's there's no scapegoat but the players on the floor and the coaches. That's it. That's it. At a certain point, you got to look yourself in the mirror. I don't know if the Mavericks are looking themselves in the mirror. And, and if they do, they're saying one, two, three, Cancun. <laughs> There's a, I think they, they've hit a point to me. If you ask someone, many people will ask me at a certain point, what's wrong with the Mavericks? A couple of people did it tonight that I met today. I appreciate everybody that comes and hangs out with me and uh, says hi. I'm in section 123 at every Mavericks game. People go, what's wrong with this team? What's wrong with this team is they don't think they can win the title. And that's not motivating. There's no, if you don't believe, you shouldn't be here. Or there is, if you don't believe you shouldn't be here, they still, they still believe in that. <laughs> They still hold true to if you don't believe you shouldn't be here. And now they don't believe. So they're like, we don't want to be here. One, two, three, Cancun. Oh, this team. Not many more games left. We'll continue on Lockdown Mavs. We'll have a podcast for you after every post game. Thank you for listening to this show and listening to me rant. I like didn't even write any notes. I just started, I just started going. She tucked the bottle and started going. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. I'll have. Well, I'll be back. I'll be back after the Sunday game against the Hornets again. That's a noon Central time, like a noon Texas time game. So that one will be interesting. But uh, we'll see what happens. They got to respond. Like at a, at a certain point, they they still have. Here's the confounding thing: they still have their destiny is still in their hands, like a tiny bird. They can still. If they win enough games, they win out. They've got enough tiebreakers across different teams. They could still go to the playoffs. They could get out of the play-in even still. They're two games out of the play-in. They have like eight games left. That's totally possible. It's so nuts. But you can't look at that. Especially the team can't look at that. They got to look at game to game. They got to look at one game at a time because they're just not playing well enough to win any games right now. It's brutal. Three and seven in their last ten. That's nuts. Some of it's been injuries, sure. Throw, throw injuries in there. Throw, there's a lot of reasons. This this season has fallen apart in more ways than just one. It's not just well they let Brunson go. Okay, sure. They, <laughs> that one's that's a big one. Jason gets a bad coach. Sure, yeah. But there's more problems than just one. There you go, guys. Appreciate you hanging out with me, and uh, I'll be back on Sunday. Peace out. <laughs>